Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. You just heard that promo for Powerslam TV. And as a special deal for all my listeners, go to Powerslam TV, type in the coupon code Alliance. Pro, all capital letters, all one word, Alliance Pro, and you will get the first month of Power Slam TV for free. That's right, the first month of Power Slam TV will be absolutely free. So go to Power Slam TV, sign up, go to the coupon code, type in Alliance Pro, all capital letters, all one word, and you get the first month for free. Hello and welcome to the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. I am your host, Lewis Carlin. This is the Alliance Pro Wrestling Interview. And uh, what can I say? I got a couple of guys on today I've spoken to a number of times. Uh, they're friends of mine. I'm always happy to welcome them to the show. Uh, they're killing it right now in the Maritimes. You can see them in Quebec. You can see them in Ontario. And pretty soon, all of Canada and all of the world. Very happy to welcome Justin Newhook, Matt Connors, also known as Sabotage, one of the best tag teams in professional wrestling today. How you doing today, guys? Good, man. How much do we owe you for that plug? That one's free. That one's free. The second one, I'll, I'll send you a bill on the second one. I'll send you a bill on the, yeah, the second one. But that one, that one I'll, I'll give that one to you. I'm just, I'm just telling the truth, man. I'm just telling the truth. You guys are an awesome team. Thank you. Uh, so last night, Apprehension, UCW, big show. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the show and uh, your involvement in that show? Uh, so last night, there was, um, there was a lot of carnage going on at certain points. But uh, ourselves and Troy Merrick, we have a three-man group called Fracture, and we've got each other's backs. So during his match, we got kicked out right at the beginning. And which wasn't fair, but then we came in and uh, we helped him uh, make the right that was uh, wrong. And then, uh, yeah, he went over on that match. He uh, beat, uh, who was it he beat? Dick Durning. Dick Durning, that is correct. He beat Dick Durning. Dick Durning. Yeah. Wow. So you guys, you formed the alliance uh, with uh, the faction, you say, with Troy Merrick, uh, Fracture. Um, Why don't you tell me a little bit about how that um, that faction began, and uh, maybe you could tell me a little bit about the incident with Marcus Burke's wife as well. The what? Uh, the incident with Marcus Burke's wife. I think the Troy Merrick oh. attacked his wife, I believe. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, just one day, it would. It's just it's, honestly, it's one of those things where I don't want to say like the stars aligned right, because right, yeah, right. it was the right place, right time. We're in the back. He uh, he clearly needed someone to do his dirty work, and sabotage is not above any kind of work. So he came to us and put some money in our hands and. It was good. It was good, and he just needed us to uh, kidnap someone. So we didn't even care who it was. When we found out it was Marcus <laughs> Burke's wife, then it was just better because it's more fun terrorizing one of the top wrestlers in Canada's wife and getting inside his head. So, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> okay, man. <That's laughs> so you you kidnapped, you kidnapped his wife? Is that that's that you just kidnapped his wife from the I show, or did, kid, how did he get his wife back? Kidnapped. I wouldn't say kidnapped. I would say we just apprehended, apprehended, and hung it with her for an extended period of okay. time. Okay, is, is that feud still going on with Mark, or is that is that over right now? Uh, it's uh, over for now. Yeah. Let's just let's just leave it at that. There's no uh, gently okay. pushed to the back burner for now. Yeah, we got we got other stuff okay. that uh, we got to take care of. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you guys have your? Uh, I know Lil Blay and Security, they're the UCW Tag Team Champions. Do you have your sights set on those guys? We've got the we've got to finish a little bit of bullshit with Casey first. Casey McKay. Yeah. Casey wants to call us out last night and say that he he's not gonna leave the ring until we go out, and we went out and put him through a table and beat him up with chains and pipes because it was two on one and we could have done it with our fists, but it's much more fun when you use weapons. But oh, now, Casey, I kind of like Casey McKay. Okay. Well, that's, that's unfortunate for you, but yeah. okay. We, uh, we, uh, <laughs> okay, I know. once we're done with him, we'll be coming back for our tag team championships that we never lost. Don't worry. We'll write that wrong as well. Okay, just on Casey McKay, I know you've had a number of matches. Uh, Casey McKay and Big T were uh, on the opposing side of, of you guys. What do you think of that team? What if he um, calls in Big T? Are you, uh, will you take care of both of those guys? Oh, yeah. No problem. Yeah. Uh, T wasn't there last night, so he's lucky. When we get my hands on both of them at the same time, I hope that on January 17th, Casey brings Big T because he's challenged us to a tables match. And if he wants to do that, it's pretty stupid to to challenge a team that is known for their weapons use. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. There's a challenge out there. If Casey McKay brings Big T, I, I think even though I like Casey McKay, I like you guys better. I know you say that's unfortunate for me, uh, but I, I think uh, I think Casey McKay, uh, Big T would be in trouble if they um, if they tangled with you in a in a uh, in a weapons match or a tables match. You know, they they they'd have no chance against sabotage. And I'm not just saying that because I'm afraid of you guys. I'm saying that because I'm fans of you. Uh, I you're a you're you're like I said, one of the best tag teams in the world, and. I think you're gonna get those titles back um, as soon as as soon as you get the first opportunity, you're gonna get those titles back from from Lilblay and uh, Little Security. No, yeah. Did I say Little Security? I'm sorry, I meant just Security, not Little Security. Oh, no, so, uh, what about the now. Wonder Boys? What happened? Yeah. Are they? I like it. What's that? We like Little Security. That's what we're gonna call them for now on. 
<laughs> so, Lil Blay, so I, I came up with the name. So hopefully he doesn't come after me, but Lil Blay and Lil Security. Um, uh, I'm going to call him that from now on too. So, uh, so I, let's, I know it was a few months ago. I know it was a few months ago, uh, but uh, we haven't spoke about it on the podcast. Uh, you were at Smash Wrestling. I got to see you guys live uh, for the first time. It was a, was a great time. Uh, I met you guys before the show. You guys made me seem to be um, – I felt like a little bit of a big shot when you guys came up to me and, and shook my hand and everybody was looking, and uh, I appreciate that. So tell me about the, uh, the experience with Smash Wrestling, uh, and uh, could we see you back in Smash Wrestling uh, anytime soon? Um, it was uh, kind of a last-minute thing. Um two days before yeah it was two days prior we got a phone call that uh the untouchables couldn't make it and uh so we got a call and of course we you know accepted the challenge so we packed up and drove up and uh 20 hour, 20 hour drive um made the trip up and uh i don't know i think we made a statement uh we beat on the first night we beat the facade and kincaid two international stars mm-hmm and yep. that qualified us to go to the next night in the tag team tournament the, the finals the triple threat tag team match the next night in toronto it was a it was a beautiful experience yeah, and we um we got to work with some very high caliber people mm-hmm. and the production for the show was amazing uh it, it was just all around a really good experience mm-hmm. and we would love to come back to Smash, and it would benefit Smash to bring us back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I I thought your match was fantastic. I was hoping you guys would have uh, pulled it out, but unfortunately, um, uh, Kill Screen um, was the victor there. But uh, I'd love to see you back. I'd love to see you again live. It was a it's a great time again. It was a pleasure meeting you guys before the show as well. And hopefully, you'll be oh, back yeah. soon. So, um. Let's talk about January 18th. Uh, you guys are returning to that huge Seaway Valley uh, Destiny uh, Wrestling Show in Cornwall. Um, you've had an issue, a few issues with Seaway Valley management, uh, Commissioner Al. Um, so tell me about those issues and how they, how they began. How did those issues with uh, Commissioner Al begin? See, we liked Al at first. Yeah. <laughs> he he got in contact with us and obviously seen that we were worth money and decided to bring us up. So he decided to bring us up and he just kept on trying to incorporate himself into the show. And why does a promoter need to do that? We're, we've all been around, we've been around long enough, and we've seen it on the Indies long enough that when a promoter tries to book himself in the storylines and everything like that, and he just started pushing our buttons, and he he clearly needs us, and he wants us up there to to, to uh, defend the Seaway name. So he's got to bring up two Maritime guys, which is fine enough for us. Mm-hmm. But stop trying to incorporate yourself in our storyline. Stop trying to incorporate yourself into our lives because we don't have time for that. And you you don't have an opponent yet for for the eighteenth, uh, do you? Nope, nope. We've uh, we've there's pretty much open challenge. Whoever wants to wants to uh, open the door, so to speak, and 
step into our ring because that's our ring. We're the greatest tag team that has graced Seaway Valley mm-hmm. in that ring. So if they want okay. to come and fight us, that we're more than welcoming anybody. Doesn't matter if they're in Canada, United States, international. Does not matter. We'll be there. I'm kind of thinking Double Dragon might want another shot at you guys. So I'm thinking they might be the the challenge. I, I don't know what fan, but I'm I'm predicting Double Dragon. That'll be our warm up win. Yeah, that that that's cute. That'll be our warm up, but no, it's not happening. Well, actually, I have um, uh, Commissioner Al knew you were going to be on the show, so I have a actually he gave me a statement to read to you guys. So if it's okay so with you guys, I'm just going to read Commissioner Al's statement. Because he's too okay. much of a pussy Commissioner to call Al. It or something. Yeah. Um, I I suppose uh, he gave yeah. me a statement. Um, and uh, but I'll, I'll read the statement and I'll let you respond. It's kind of a lengthy statement. Uh, so he says, "I truly believe that New Hook and Connors are the hidden gems of the tag team division in Canada, but Sabotage still has a lot to prove in Seaway Valley Wrestling. I often think they have been lackluster." Uh, this isn't the East Coast where there are only three teams to compete with. So New Hook and Connors need to start showing me some respect before they realize there's just some people you don't just don't chirp at. In other words, shut your mouths. So I'll let you respond to Commissioner Al. Wow. Can can you just I know it's a podcast, but anyone that's listening, just imagine that emoji, the laughing crying emoji. Yeah. <laughs> Because it doesn't matter how many tag teams that we have to face down here. There might be three or four only established tag teams down in the Maritimes. But promotions have put together two people to try to face us anyways. And then we've traveled to Quebec numerous times. We've traveled to Ontario numerous times and defended that title of us being the best. And we've always walked out. Sometimes it doesn't matter if you get the win or if you lose. It's, it's, it all depends on if you make a statement. And everywhere we've gone, we've made statements. Jealousy's a bitch, isn't it? So, so what exactly is going to happen? Uh, when you can say, what if there is no opponent for you? Are you going to just show up and take, um, take out wrestlers randomly? Or what's, what's going to happen yeah. if, if he decides um, – you know what? I'm not going to book you. Book you guys in a match. Are you just going to show up and start taking guys out? That's that's that's. If he wants to put his biggest show at jeopardy by not booking another team against us or not booking us, of course we'll show up. Mm-hmm. Now on the on there's also Destiny Wrestling's involved. What are your thoughts on on the Iceman and, and Destiny Wrestling? And do you think this could lead to some Destiny appearances? You, you, Justin got to work with Destiny a couple years ago. I haven't had the opportunity yet, so it's kind of an open, uh, open field for me. But uh, I haven't really had a chance to talk to George too much. But uh, new playing field means uh, new opponents, new opportunities, and uh, new things for Sabotage to throw the wrench into uh, some gears. Yeah, no, uh, Destiny was great to work for. Uh, it was it was, a, it was a great experience. Unfortunately, Connors was hurt at the time, so I got thrown together with another person in a tag match, which was fun. It was fun and all. Uh, and George was great to work with. He was very understanding of us. We drove overnight to get there. 
Yeah, he was, he was a great understanding guy. See, he gets the business much better than Alan does. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, there you go. Hopefully, we'll, we'll get you in in uh, some Destiny shows. I know Smash. They really haven't been doing putting on too many shows lately. So I, I I'd love to see you um uh, work for Destiny. Uh, I would definitely come out and see that. I'm going to try to get to this uh to the show on the 18th. It is um like a 10 hour drive. I don't want to say that because I think you guys are driving a lot longer than that to get there, right? It's a, yeah. it's a, how, like how many hours are you driving again? It's like 17 or something? 13 to Cornwall. Uh, yeah, before, 13 to 14 to Cornwall. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So maybe, maybe I should go out there. If, if you guys are doing it, maybe I should, uh, well, uh, I'll, 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 I'll keep that in the, uh, in my, in my head for a bit and see if I can get out there. Um, but, uh, get a message. Oh, I just got a message from, from Al. He's, and wants to know if I if I read the statement, I, and I told him yeah, I read the statement. So he's he says he can't. He says he's trying to call in, but because uh, he he wants to have it out with you guys, but he says he can't get through for some reason. I think he's a little scared. Uh, what do you think? What do you think about that? Well, what's your opinion? Uh, what do you think he's scared to call in? Typical scared little pussy from Cornwall. Can't no, uh, can't figure out how to work a phone. That's cute. That's cute. Commission. <laughs> There you go, man. There you go. So, uh, so let's uh, talk about something completely different. Booker T was actually wearing a T-shirt on WWE program, and you had no idea that he was going to do that. So, uh, how did how did he actually get that shirt? Do you do you know how he got the shirt? And um, and uh, did it increase sales at all of the uh, for that shirt? Uh, we um, we uh, actually he was down here in Halifax for a show. And he, once he was done in the ring, what he had to do and say and everything like that, uh, he came, he came up back and. We just basically hauled him aside and kind of commandeered him and started picking his brain for quite a while. And, uh, we spent quite a bit of time with him and, uh, we just gave him a shirt. Yeah, we just get, we just give him a shirt because he. He he, uh, he invited us down to uh, his training school down uh, Reality Wrestling down in uh, Texas. He said that uh, if we ever made our way down there, that he'd gladly let us train there. Uh, so we just he he was just one of the one of the cool guys when you meet that he, it's not about him, it's about the business. So he talked like it was all about the business, and we listened and listened and listened and. Just thinking, like, hey, it was really great to meet you. You know, here, here's a shirt. Didn't think anything of it. And then one day we wake, or one day I'm sitting down, not even watching Raw, and our phones start blowing up because people see that he's wearing our shirt. So it was, it was I don't know, it was, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, did, did the sales increase of the shirt at all by chance, or because he's wearing yeah, it? Always increased. Every time we put out a shirt, sales increase. But yeah, it definitely helps. Yeah. All right. So, what's your opinion? Uh, Maritimes wrestling, wrestling. I know you're going to be. Uh, we talked about Seaway Valley wrestling. Uh, so, um, your thoughts on maritime wrestling versus Ontario wrestling? There, there's no comparison. Yeah. Two different worlds. Two, and, and, and it really is. It's not, and that's not even a us saying we're better than them or anything like that. It's just a completely different world. You go up in Ontario, and it's it's a lot like American indie wrestling up there. And then you come down to the Maritimes, and we like to tell stories and use psychology and really draw people in. 
So you take your comparison whichever way you want there, but there's only a select few people in Ontario that can do that really well. What's up, Dukes? All right, there you go. So what about um, branching out? So can we see a like out in uh, maybe Alberta or maybe uh, British Columbia in the coming year? Uh, we're, we're down to go anywhere that any company wants to bring us in. Uh, there's... There's goals and plans coming up, and we'll we won't talk about them just because we don't want to um, jinx them, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, we're definitely we definitely want to branch out, but then we also want people to come to the marathons. Okay. Like we don't. We should We shouldn't have to travel all over Canada to have a fight when people can gladly come down here. Are there any teams that you uh, you would invite to come down to to the Maritimes to, to fight you? Oh my, I'd say TDT for sure. Um, okay, definitely the North, uh, the North for sure. Deaners okay. would be quite fun to have around. I'd love to get in there with the Deaners. That would be a fun yeah, gonna... for sure. That would be a great match. I was going to mention the North as well. Um, okay. What about uh, what about Shane Saber and Space Monkey, the Space Pirates? Or what about those guys? Well, who are those, Ari? Um, Shane Saber and Space Monkey, the Space Pirates. Oh, you, Space uh, Pirates. Yeah. Oh, what are you That would be uh, that'd be fun for sure, for sure. We've had the uh, we've had the pleasure to meet Space Monkey a couple times actually. Uh, he's amazing, and you know, I don't think anyone could ever say anything bad about him. We haven't met Shane Saber. Um, obviously, he's world talent, so we would love to get in there with those guys. I just never um, never had the pleasure of meeting Shane. Now, there's another team that, uh, that I want to talk to you about, uh, the Natural Destroyers, Nick Sullivan and Terrell Kenneth. Nick Sullivan um, is a friend of mine, and I told him I was going to speak to you guys today. He wanted me to lay down a challenge to you guys. So he's he's laying down a challenge. Him and Terrell Kenneth, the Natural Destroyers, are challenging you guys for a match in any promotion anywhere. So I, I would love to hear your response to Nick Sullivan's challenge uh, by the Natural Destroyers. Uh, it's, it's, you know what? It's really cute when people have dreams, isn't it? Sweet. It's really cute when people want to aspire to be better. And it's cute that they want to call us out for that, to better themselves and to get themselves to that next level. We would gladly, we actually, we gladly accept. Mm -hmm. But they need to earn that match. So they need to prove themselves. And and sure, bring us down to wherever you're at or we can meet halfway. That's perfectly fine. But if you want to come knocking on the Maritimes doors, you have to talk to us first. That's a match I would love to see. And I know I've been uh, posting about about that match. I'd love to see you guys against Natural Destroyers. Any promotion out there that wants to book that match, I I, I, I beg you, please. I think that would be a phenomenal match, uh, you and the Natural Destroyers. Uh, so there you go, Nick. You got your, you got your response on that. Uh, and I know, you, I know you guys have um, a big show tonight, so I got two more questions, and then, then we can wrap this up. Uh, I want to ask you guys, because I know how you guys feel about Jim Cornette, so I just wanted to ask you about uh, how you felt about him being fired from the NWA? Well, actually, I, I think drunk. he stepped down. He's either fired or stepped down. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I thought it was it was good for him. I mean, like I'm glad he's he's gone. Like he's just he causes controversy everywhere he goes. And it's not even good controversy. It's just bullshit. Um, it's just verbal diarrhea all the time. Like he tries to justify his shit by like going back. Oh, it was said 30 years ago. Well, 30 years ago is a totally different world. There's a lot of things going on in the world 30 years ago that's not acceptable now. Yeah. He even got, went on his podcast sure. to say that he, uh, you know, that he he wasn't even the first person to tell that joke and that he told it a while ago and no one ever said anything and now it's 2020 and everyone's freaking out. It's like, well, you can't say that shit. I don't care who you are or where you're from. Like, you just don't say that shit. I'll gladly say he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, as a commentator, okay. I enjoyed some of his stuff. I definitely did. Uh, it brought back that old feeling for NWA, and it and it worked for a while. But he just needed to keep himself in check, and we all know that he can't do that. You know, we all know that he needs to make himself the center of attention. It's just all a shame time. that someone with such a brain and a mind uh, for for the wrestling business is just an asshole. <laughs> you know, it's a waste. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're. Um. You know. Voicing a true opinion on uh, on, Jim, on Jim Cornette, uh, but uh, no, I, I tend to agree. I think he went overboard in um, in 2020, uh, you, you, 2019, I should say. You really can't be uh, saying what he's saying, what he said. And um, but uh, yeah. thing is, uh, they it, it was it was um, a tape show, so I kind of blame whoever was editing the show as well that, that didn't catch that and edited it out. So, um, but uh, well, that's, that's well, how I feel. From what I've read. Uh, there's one guy who does the editing for the show, so he's probably not even fully focused on the audio. I'm not defending whoever did it, and of course, uh, like there's so many variables to how it got past people, or if it got past people, or anything like that. And and that's and that's fair, but they did the right thing. As soon as there was complaints, they took it down, they muted it, they edited it, they put it back up, and then yeah. people are saying that he stepped down. I'd like to believe that he got fired. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of think, I kind of agree with you there. I think, yeah, I don't think he stepped down. I think, I think he was, he was fired. Um, yeah. So I, I tend to agree with you there on that one. But uh, yeah, but um, so who do you think is going to take his place though? Who, who would, who would you like to see take his place on? Uh, and how do you feel about the new NWA show, by the way, as well? Well, the show itself was amazing. I don't know, someone in his place like that, it's kind of hard to kind of, where it's such a new thing, but it's such a retro type feel. I don't know, like, I can see, like, I don't know, I'd like to hear Mike Tanay on there, just for shits and giggles. Oh, yeah, Tanay would be fantastic. Uh, I see a lot of people out there saying they would like to see, like, Ric Flair or somebody. I don't think Ric Flair would work out too well. Um, no, no uh, I don't think he would want to do that anyway. <laughs> but I uh, know Mike Tenay would actually be uh, actually that's a great choice actually. Um, I'd love to see that. Uh, who, there was also another guy. Um, ah, his name escapes me. Uh, but anyway, but uh, so so you're liking the NWA show? Uh, you're you're enjoying oh, yeah. it? Yeah, it's really good. Uh, I love the old school feel of it and the, the very minimalistic stuff. There's no entrance music. There's none of that. I I, I really enjoy it for sure. I think you guys would be great on there. I, I would love to see you guys go against the Dawsons. I think that would be a, I think that would be a great match. Definitely, totally down for that. I know you've gone after. I know you guys have gone after the NWA Canadian uh, tag team titles. Do you think by winning that that could lead to you being in the actual NWA? 
never know. It would make sense, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would, yep. It would make perfect sense. Man. Uh, two more things. I, I know I said two more things before, but actually I promised a friend of mine I would ask. He had a question he wanted me to ask you. Uh, his name is Eric Wright. Uh, he's on Facebook. He wanted to know if you had any interest in going after the um, the NBW tag team titles. If we have any what? Interest in going after the Interest NBW. in going after the NBW tag team titles? Against uh, Shane and Steen. Uh, whatever. It's, it's, if it happens, it yeah. happens. It's not really in our, in our crosshairs right now. we got kind of bigger fish. Okay. We've got way bigger fish to fry than that. So okay. if we've got the time, then sure, we'll come in and take the titles off their hands. That's sure if that's fine. But we don't... Okay. Uh, we can't concern ourselves with the uh, small things like that right now. Okay. Well, I, I promised him I would ask him the question. So uh, he's big. He's a big fan of you guys. So, um, uh, but last question, and then I, like I said, I know you. Uh, you have a big show tonight. You got to get going. Uh, what are the goals for 2020? Uh, continue taking over. Yeah. So really, nothing. Okay. Nothing. Uh, nothing new. Just uh, 2020 is just going to be another year full of sabotage shit, man. Yeah, that's 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 <laughs> been our agenda since day one is just to keep keep uh, moving the new promotions and to take on new teams and making people notice. Yeah, that's our that's our goal. Is just that when we leave, just that people notice who we are. All right, fantastic. Well, Justin, Matt. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I really, really appreciate your time. I love chatting with you guys, and I look forward to doing it again. And I know you guys are, like I said, you guys are one of the best tag teams, uh, if not in Canada, in the world. And uh, I've been a fan of you guys for a long time. And, um, uh, again, I think you guys are are fantastic, and uh, you have a tremendous future in the world of professional wrestling. Well, thanks. Sounds like you got a good head on your shoulders. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> you can tell so have a good show tonight, guys. Um, <laughs> what's, the, <laughs> what's that? Because then you can tell you're not used to compliments. We 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 give you a compliment and you were stunned for a second. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, wow, that's it's coming from you guys. I, I, you got to earn compliments from you guys, and I guess I I, I feel a privilege. I'm getting compliments from you guys. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, what? It's a UCW show tonight. Is that where you're going to be at tonight? Yes, sir. All right. Well, have a great show tonight. And uh, you guys want to do this again um, anytime soon, just let me know. And I'd I'd be more than happy to, my friend. Yeah. Anytime you need to get your ratings up, just give us a show. We'll do a podcast for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is, I'm going to get hundreds of thousands of listeners with this one. So, uh, so I I, I love when you guys are on. All right, my friend. All right. Take care. Um, uh, Again, have a good show tonight. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Better, Hobie. Thanks, brother. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Well, this has been the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Lewis Carlin. And until next time, thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay safe, everyone. So long. Bye-bye.